Built this pool, built this pool, that's why I built this pool, built this pool, that's why I built this pool, built this pool, that's why I built this pool, built this pool, that's why I built this pool, built this pool, that's why I built this pool. I wanna see some naked built this pool, built this pool, that's why I built this pool, built this pool, that's why I built this pool, built this pool. Hey, everybody out there, uh, all you blinkers, blinkonians, blinkonites. Are you mimicking me going, hey, everybody? <laughs> no, I guess my radio voice is just like, you're... Oh, I thought you were... Because there's an episode where I do it. I go, hey, and then I start <laughs> laughing. Uh, yeah, no, I guess that's just my voice. Um, you know, hey, welcome back uh, to the podcast studios. I know you weren't able to make it for the last yeah, intro. Yeah, you know, I had, I had really busy stuff to do. I was, you know, busy writing books and... You know, um, you know, saving the world and shit. I was really impressed with that EP you were able to put out and the animated yeah. special. Yeah, it was great. It was, you know, it's you know, it's well, you didn't short around the world. It's it's great. It's really changing people. I mean, lives. you didn't direct the animated special, but no, but, you, but you know, I had I paid for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have you back. Oh, thanks. thanks uh, so me. we should probably say what y'all just heard. Yeah, we just started the show with a little thing. That that amazing thing that you <laughs> that just graced you here is probably the best thing to come out of the Blink reunion. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, our buddy Eric Smith, uh, covered built this pool acapella. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say uh, about it. I just hope you liked it. This is pretty great. (laughs) I hope you you dug it. Uh, And he said that to us and, uh, I laughed a lot, listened to it like 10 times in a row. Oh, it's, yeah, it's perfect. It's amazing. I think the funniest thing about it is he's not even really like, I mean, he's not anti-Blink, but he's not a particularly large Blink fan. And that song just captured his (laughs) imagination. I love it. And um, so much so that he recorded a cover version. Yeah, he had to. He loves it. He says it's his his favorite Blink song. Favorite Blink song, yeah. Um, So, you know, take that fucking vice. Yeah. (laughs) Shove that up your ass. Bitches. Um, So, yeah, if you're, um, you know, this is our fifth episode, but we are um, on this episode. Uh, we kind of start the, you know, not really talking about Blink-182. No. You know, just to give you a heads up. Yeah. It's probably going to take about 15 minutes to realize you're <laughs> listening to a Blink-182 podcast. Uh, we, we, st- we talk about Captain America, some brand new. Yeah, some uh, brand new, brand new. Brand new, brand new. Uh, we, you know, Blink, um, you know, the recent performance as we go over today. Yeah, this is sort of a catch-up episode, I feel like. We're, you know, sort of, what what is what has been going on? There's so much happening in Blink right now. Yeah, new song, new performance, um, and a little bit of Tom news to kind of wrap it all up. Yeah. Yeah. So take those pants off. Hello and welcome to Take Up Your Pants Podcast. I am Mike. I am Ryan. And we're here for episode five. Uh, I'm kind of surprised five, we've five, made it this five, far. Five, five, five. So last week, we hope we didn't, you know, bore you guys or not bore you, but like make you depressed talking about Hope Tom. we didn't bore you to death yeah. last week. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't uh, depress you to death with our Tom talk that we had. I think I went back and listened to it today. Oh, and we, we literally ended on talking about whether like, oh, he's probably going to die. Like <laughs> it was the most depressing thing ever. <sighs> we tried to salvage it by talking about how you were farting a lot and you oh. were going through, you eat a lot, like you had had a lot of burritos and pizza. Yeah. 
Hopefully you um, made it that far and you got to that point. So yeah. kind of a little Oh, and we teaser. ended up by talking about uh, we were going to see Captain America. Oh, yeah. What did you think about Captain America? Some Loved more. it. I thought it was really good. I, I think I, I was more positive on it than the general response, like slightly more positive. Yeah. Um, because I liked it as much as the last one. And I, I feel like the general consensus is it was good, but not as good as the last one. I thought it was pretty good. There's some really good moments. I didn't love it, but uh, I'm going to see it again. I think I like it more the second Yeah, time. I just thought it was a nice blend of the seriousness of that second Captain America done well, um, but the fun of that first Avengers movie. Yeah. They, we told, I told us on another podcast, uh, the Empire Jedi podcast, if you haven't checked it out, uh, but there was a funny moment regarding Mike here, because we went and saw it, <laughs> where, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Captain America Civil War, and <laughs> maybe you haven't, because this is a Blink-182 podcast. Yeah, this is totally unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a moment in the movie where, spoiler, um, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man becomes giant man he becomes giant and not a little ant and in my head i'm just like my mouth gaping open (laughs) and i'm and i'm just thinking in my head holy shit like i can't believe it and then out loud next to me (laughs) michael here goes holy shit (laughs) and then out of the tv the tv screen the movie screen spider-man who's now in this movie spoiler alert says holy shit (laughs) So it was like a triple holy shit in yeah, my mind. That was um, definitely the best moment of the movie. Yeah, I was just like, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so that, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, there's a holy shit, triple yeah. holy shit moment going on. Yeah, right. triple holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. Three holy shits out of three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the other thing before we get into Blink-182, um, which is, this is what you So this is going to be before. a little bit closer to the topic of Blink-182, I, I feel like. Yeah, um, some people might. I appreciate this, but um, just yesterday, or it might have been two days ago, um, a band that's really close to my heart, um, which I think Blink has a lot to do with my liking for this Millie band. Millie Vanilli. Yeah, Millie Vanilli. They <laughs> they finally put out another one. You know, they're actually singing this time around. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, they're going for a dark, mature thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> there's a lot of... Um, you know, uh, chorus and, and reverb going on on yeah, this version. Yeah, a lot of delayed guitar. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, the band Brand New has a brand new song that came out um, called I Am a Nightmare. And I Am a Nightmare. Yeah, and it's I great. I Am a it's Nightmare. It's great. And, and just like this Blink song, it's sort of sounding like a return to form is the wrong word, um, but it, it's sort of in a good way going back to an older style. Yeah, I mean they've um I'm a huge fan and even of their later music and I know a lot of fans kind of dropped off or it took them a while to accept Brand New's new thing. And if you're not familiar yeah. with Brand New, they started in 2001 and we're a pop punk band. Like I mean they started the side, I don't think without without Blink there wouldn't be a Brand New. Maybe. And I think Brand New even toured with Blink at one point too. Mm, I could see and it. um they had a little like a pop punk feeling with a little bit more on the emo side but a lot of pop punk influences and then went into their own thing and where it became yeah. i mean the way i the way i see so i i'm a, a more casual fan of brand new than you are like i there's some of their albums i i don't particularly you know it's not that i dislike them but they're just like they're whatever but mm-hmm. then they have you didn't grow albums. up with it like i did yeah i didn't grow up with it but there's just a few albums i'm like oh wow this is like i i do really love mm-hmm. um and I, so I, I kind of as an outsider see their trajectory as their first album was like a kind of pop punk 
um, in uh, punk punk slightly emo album in the vein of like Blink or something. It was like the it was like the second era of, of uh, emo, I think what people call it. Yeah, because there's like the '90s version of emo. Yeah, and the early 2000s emo. Yeah, and then I think we're in the fourth wave of emo right well, now. Well, well, <laughs> I think that's what the fourth wave. I think we're in the fourth wave. Emo. Fourth wave emo. Yeah, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I um, well, I think after that, after your favorite weapon, they did a for me. What what I think of as like a very traditional early mid aughts emo album, but like the best one, like yeah. it's the best example of that. And then I think with Devil and God, they're like they just kind of went into their own thing, and yeah, they've kind of been thing. doing that ever since. Yeah, and I, and that's what like so Devil and God is the first album. Devil and God are raging inside me. This I highly recommend it. Yeah, if you I do too, if you like, don't, I've never heard it. It's it's amazing. It's one of the most it's underrated really albums good. of the last. It 20 is. Years, it is. I that's going to be an so. album that. I think it already is starting to happen, but one of those, like a Nick Drake thing, like no one gave a shit about it when it came out Mm -hmm. and everyone's kind of looking back like, oh, that was actually really good. Mm -hmm. Because I think it unfairly got lumped in with their previous work. With their previous work, which was more straight ahead emo stuff. Well, they were really put in the same genre as bands like the, I mean, this is, this is kind of related to Nick Feld, uh, Nick Feldman, uh, Feldy, John John Feldman. Uh, you know, he, yeah, they were thought of as a John Feldy band. Yeah. Like, like, you know, the use a story of the year and like, I mean, I would say closer to like Thursday and stuff, but well, like those and I think that's I think that's because that deja deja entendu is like that's the genre of music. It sounds like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than those bands. Like it's just a better done. Mm-hmm. Um, the songs, the songwriting in it, I think is really good. Yeah, but but, really it, good but it is yeah. like of its genre. It's not really doing anything, you know, new or, or interesting. And I think the songwriting is the big part for that. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too. Especially the lyrics because yeah. they're really really good lyrics. They so. are, yeah. Um, and yeah, and so with Devil and God, he, they went into this kind of like this, uh, you know, post hardcore is not the good way. For yeah, it. it's, it's sort of like weird... their own thing with it. I, like I can't think of really anything else that sounds like that album. Yeah, and then same Daisy was kind of an extension of that. A little bit. It almost harder. to me like a. Do, do you know um the song? It's the first song on Radiohead's album, "Hail the Thief." Like two plus two equals five. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like that was like their template for like. Mm. That's like the only thing I can think of that sounds like that album is just like because it's like like here's my dream, you know, like the you know, okay, and then like it kind of like just picks up like yeah, just kind of like hard and melodic stuff too. I'll show you that song. Yeah, I have to hear it too. But and then yeah, Daisy, which was an extension of that, a little harder, a little bit just like just. Rougher, like they wanted to make. I what I from what I read because they don't do a lot of interviews is that they just want something really fun to play on on stage, and this, with this new song <laughs> that just came out. I mean, they had a song last year, but this one, and supposedly there might be a new album. They don't talk to their fans. Yeah. They don't put out news. These guys, they just pff, they just put this out. Guys, a real nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I am a nightmare, and it goes back to a pop punk sensibility of like yeah. it has a riff like a. It, it reminds me of their bored to death. Like it's it's sort of incorporating what they've done. And at the same time, reflecting on their past and and bringing what they've learned with them, I think so. And and I remember bringing it up on the last album was like or last album, last episode <laughs> with like uh, brand new is one of those bands that didn't like to play like um, their the old same. songs. Yeah. And um, do you think that has anything? I know people always joke about like brand new, you know, like new. But do you think that is kind of why they named it that? Like, do you think they just knew ahead of time? Like, we just don't ever want to do the same thing. I I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. That that's because they, they have cool idea. I mean, they've only had four albums, so yeah, um, yeah. So they're yeah. they're a little like. Um, there's not a lot of bands out there like that. I'm trying to think of when I think of bands like brand new. Um, 
like tool comes to mind. Radiohead comes to mind for me. I don't know. Yeah, radio. Well, tool I don't think is as good as Radiohead (laughs) or brand new, but uh, I like tool. But I think that they just like barely ever make albums, Mm. and they don't talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. And then when they do, it's just like radically different from Mm -hmm. you know whatever. And I they're like Radiohead. I also think in the sense that they reinvent themselves and the way that Radiohead does Mm -hmm. or the Beatles did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, they're one of my favorites, and um, and we're excited. yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's I think exciting it's to see. That, like, I'm, it, I'm really like as a casual fan. I'm I'm really uh, I like this song a lot. I haven't had a chance to listen to it a whole lot because it, it really just got released, and um, I've been pretty busy. But I've heard it a few times, and it's it just sounds like, um, in the way that I like bored to death, it sounds like they're they're going back to the well um, of, of that pop punk vibe, but with like an updated sensibility. Mm-hmm, like, um, the, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. In a way that I think is really cool. Yeah. And I bet he just wants to have some fun with this album and not depress everybody like he has lately. Yeah. <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah. He's, I think he's made a lot of people question their faith, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know if you came here to listen about brand new. Yeah. So far on the blink cast, you talked about Captain America and brand new. <laughs> well, <laughs> But I I can, know, there's I think, already been so many angry letters written in. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not really. It all been really nice, actually. <laughs> really, really lovely. So, uh, in Blink, as of late, what's been going on with Blink One Eight Two? Well, I think the the biggest thing that went on with Blink is they did a surprise show and we heard a new song. Yeah, we did. Uh, so they play they played the K Rock Weenie Roast. K Rock Weenie um, Roast 2016, which they uh, uh, so we read that article that. That Blink saved the K Rock. Yeah, there's a really great article on like I don't know, it was like Orange County or something or Irvine or something like yeah, that. The Irvine Times. <laughs> yeah, it was just like Blink 182 saves K Rock Weenie Festival. So what it sounds like is what the show was going. It's a big festival that K Rock in LA puts on, and they had um, they had like some sort of like problems that night. Like oh, one thing is uh, the singer of um, uh, Ray, Red Hot Chili Peppers canceled last second basically yeah like i guess and that was the the main band yeah the main band and people probably stoked because how often does red hot chili peppers play you know so they and they're they're doing they're just about to come with a new album themselves so they're probably going to be like the red hot chili peppers were probably just as the fans of them were probably just as excited as we were mm-hmm. yeah i think so and uh and so like i think right before or was it after blink came on like the members of red hot chili peppers came out it was said, right before or uh, a little while before okay um, it was earlier in the show, like was right? it? Because I, I remember reading in the article that like Weezer came on after, um, came on after this. Weezer this was the last band. Weezer was. It was supposed to be um, Red Hot Chili Peppers after Weezer, and Weezer was the last band. And and the article kind of opened by saying like, as Weezer, the last band was playing, it was like half empty. Oh wow! But, like everyone was just like peacing out because they were like they didn't care about Weezer. They just wanted to see Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, poor, poor Rivers. Yeah. Although, you know, this might end up being a good thing. Maybe we're going to get like another <laughs> great album yeah. from Rivers if he gets bummed out by this whole thing. Well, I guess like they said, like the energy from River that wasn't that great. And it's probably because he's someone I think that feeds off the the crowd too. Yeah. And if they're not into it, he was probably just like, you know, really down. And But right before them was Blink surprised everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's really cool because you can watch videos online of like how the stage like rotates around, yeah. and that so would be crazy it was like a total surprise because yeah. the stage so basically one band finished and then the stage rotated and they're just doing like you know just like you know just playing their music or playing their instruments 
and the stage is slowly rotating. It's just like, oh shit, it's playing. <laughs> and so um, the guy who wrote this article is Josh Chels. And it was Josh OC Chesler. Weekly. How and I it's OC Weekly. Josh Chesler. Um, it's a good article. I think more importantly, though, just an amazing headline. <laughs> I said on the, the Blink uh, subreddit, and, and it didn't get upvoted, but I said it would have been funnier if it said just like, Blink saves weenie roast. <laughs> like it just instead like, of K Rock, instead of, instead of Irvine's, Irvine's final, final weenie roast, Blink just saves for, weenie roast. Yeah, just like it would have been just like a great like just like what the fuck does that mean? Like you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it didn't get upvoted, so it wasn't appreciated. Oh. But yeah, did it get any upvotes? Not one. That means I didn't upvote it. <laughs> oh shoot, I didn't see it. I would have. Well, you it. had a good uh, run uh, recently on an article. Yeah, I, I did have a good run. So uh, you might have saw the uh, noisy article posted on the Blink subreddit about built this pool. Um, yeah. This like weird takedown of that no one asked for <laughs> of the ten hour. It's like it's like it was the. It reminded me of like um he was talking about uh, the way that like someone would talk about like the Revenant or something. <laughs> Like no one was talking about this thing. It wasn't getting like massive critical praise. Unless people I don't were understand. crazy, you know, stoked about that song. And it's just funny they posted ten hours. Yeah, that cut. that that article to me read as like, "Stop having fun, guys." <laughs> and you post, you had a comment. Yeah, so so I commented uh, just that like, after I read the article, I, I think it was the first comment, <laughs> and I just said like, "This guy seems fun at parties." Yeah, right. And, uh, now I'm the top voted thing on there. So thanks, guys. I, I, yeah. You know, I think we can all agree that, like, Jesus, what a dumb article. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's cool. Yeah. It's kind of, an uh, like, you know, why people got to hate fun. It's either people are Not bitching. everything needs to be Radiohead or fucking brand new. Yeah. You know? <laughs> There's room out there for just a funny song about seeing dicks. Yeah. It's a great... It's What's a wrong great, with it's it? It's a joke. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, at this K-Rock Festival, they played a new, another new short, short song. Um. Well, for, first of all, at the festival, it was pretty damn cool. Like, and it yeah. seemed like Matt yeah. was in good energy. Um, Do you want to talk about the monitor situation? Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I, no one has talked about this on the subreddit. I didn't notice it until we just watched it before the show, and Ryan immediately pointed it out to me, <laughs> and now I can't unsee it. Well, it's one thing is um, we've seen over the last few years that Mark and Tom w- use in-ear monitors, and what you know, if you don't not really know this. But um, usually if you're a musician, you have stage monitors. And so you can hear everybody else in your band because it's so loud, basically. And um, Mark and Tom would use in-ear monitors. But I've noticed that uh, Matt has like <laughs> like six studio monitors on the ground yeah. surrounding him. So he's like he's almost on his own little island, basically, yeah. on stage. And he must not use those in-ear monitors. And, I mean, this is a pretty nerdy thing to talk about. He's about pretty – Matt's just hardcore. He just doesn't – he's like – he's not up for, like, the fucking in-sync bullshit. Yeah. He just wants to be blasted in the face with his yeah. rock <laughs> – guitar tones yeah he wants to hear it just like naturally and that's kind of what i think i mean i never I mean used... i can't I, you know it's weird but i can't argue with the results i think matt um i was just looking uh, while you're pooping before the show i was <laughs> oh, looking <thanks>. at a <laughs> we can we can take that up um, no, i can keep that one all right uh so bef- uh i was looking at this little post on the reddit that was saying um that matt didn't like matt's guitar tones and um, most people commented saying, I think that like, oh, what are you talking about? It's good. Well, I think he's talking and, about and his, I, his, his like... Uh, the clean, clean The clean sound, yeah. Um, I actually think that his guitar tone is pretty fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clean, 
All of it. Like who even care about clean? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, the clean, dirty. the clean is like a little bit distorted to me, and I think that's on purpose. And it sounds great. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, watch, you know, watch a warp tour blink. You know, like uh, when they're doing the Enema songs, but before like Big Day Out. You know, yeah, yeah, that, that that's area. what his guitar sounds like. And I think he's, um, you know, Matt Skiba's guitar doesn't sound like this in Alkaline Trio. It doesn't sound mm. like this in his solo stuff. And I think he. You know, as a recent fan of Matt Skiva's and kind of learning more about the guy, I think he's the kind of guy who would have just gone back and looked at live videos of Blink, tried to find when like their guitar sounded the best and replicated just as replicating it. I yeah, mean, he's using fucking Mesa Boogie amps, you know? Yeah. Those are the same amps that, that Tom used to use. Mm-hmm. He's using his like guitar, but he's it's still a Fender. And yeah. It's, like, I mean, he's definitely putting his own you know, like his the, own spin. Is it, is it Jaguar that he's using? Yeah, I think so. And those, that's what, are, I mean, that's what he typically uses. Yeah. And those are similar to a Strat too, in a way, like they're a little bit more yeah. heavier, but yeah. Yeah. So he's just kind of doing his thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, you said you're getting recent fan of Skiba. They should, you should drop your little. Oh yeah. Is this, uh, so, uh, I created a playlist, uh, called the Skiba awakens and on it's on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, if anyone's listening to this, um, please, you know, follow, is it followed? How do you, how you do you listen you to like, it? yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think you just like add it Sub- or subscribe or whatever it is. So how do you, how does, how does someone find this, this playlist? <sighs> they probably have to find you, but I don't know. I think you can maybe type it in. I, I'm not sure exactly, but you might be able to just like find it somehow. I don't know. Well, the playlist is called. Maybe the, we can share it on like the on the. That's a good the, idea. The sound. We'll share it. We'll share it. Um, and maybe on the Reddit post or something, we could post a link to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the Skeep Awakens. Anyway, the playlist. What it is is, um, I spent a while. Uh, this is sort of the product of a, a while of of work is the wrong word, but you know, <laughs> effort. Um, and I, I've been trying to go through the Alkaline Trio and Skiba catalog. And find songs that stand out to me as good and, and sort of like make me excited about Blink. Mm-hmm. And I picked, it's about 30 songs. I, I, you know, I had a larger list and I whittled it down. And I think uh, there's a, a pretty good like representation of a couple different like directions that, that Skiba has in him. There's some songs in there that I think sound very Blinkish. Some songs that I think don't at all but sound amazing. And then some that are his demos um, that I included that are obvious like sketches, um, but I thought they were like the purest distillation of like, what is this Skiba guy? What's he going to bring? Mm-hmm. And what I was kind of excited about is, um, I don't know if you had a chance to um, hear I, I, yeah, I'm not sure the one that was, there, there's only one song on there that's just from this demo album he released because it's all demos and they're not, you mm-hmm. know, it's demos. So they're not that great. But um, one, like oh, it was cool. just the cure. And and in reading about him, I read that he said the cure is his favorite band. Oh, nice. Um, which is I think the same with Mark, Mark you know. Yeah. If not his favorite, it's one of his favorite mm-hmm. and one of his most influential. So I'm hoping, um, hearing that song, hearing some of this stuff, it's got me really excited for the new album. I think that Skiba has it in him. Um, and I think you can hear it in this playlist to deliver some quality, nostalgic dude ranch enema blink. I think there's some songs in there that could be on those albums. And I think he also has it in him to do some self-titled, mature, um, energetic music. And I think he has this like weird cure vibe to him. Cool. Um, even like a, some, a little bit of a Springsteen. Um, the first song in this playlist, Lonely and Cold, mm-hmm. is uh, I, I, I put it first because I think it's his best song he's ever written. 
and mm. I think it's fucking amazing. Uh, I think that's an incredible song. I'd, I'd encourage if you don't listen to playlists, at least check that song out. Um, if you're skeptical about Skiba, or even if you're excited, get more excited because like this is just an amazing song. I don't know if it's necessarily a Blink song, but I think it's um, like we got a good songwriter in our hands now. Did you just like listen to every album and just pick the ones you thought were good, or how did yeah. you like? Well, this was this? over the course of a while. Yeah, oh, okay. so I just spent a while listening to the Alkaline Trio discography and Skiba's personal stuff, and then his secrets. And I, I didn't pick necessarily my favorite songs, but I picked the ones that, for Alkaline Trio, obviously I just focused on Skiba songs. And then I picked ones that got me excited about Blink. So there were there were a few songs on, on Alkaline Trio that I thought were really good, but um, didn't really sound... Just any, capture the Blink magic. Yeah, didn't didn't really... All of the songs I put on this list are sort of directions I could see Blink going and gets me excited about it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I checked it out and it's like it's great because I I'm a newbie on on Matt Skiba and, and I, I am as too. I am as well. So so this list is a little interesting because it's sort of like yeah. Skiba from the perspective of someone who doesn't really know anything about it, but just kind of went headlong into it. Yeah, so check it out, Skiba Awakens. I'm you might be able to just like search it. You know, I think you might be able to on Spotify. I don't, I'm not well, sure and if Spotify not, works. we can we can post a link or yeah, something. yeah, it'll be on like the sound on the the SoundCloud post or something yeah. like that. But yeah, so like they played K Rock and they even um, premiered uh, a, a new song, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Which so we've been hearing what about. were you expect? So you, going into this, we knew that Bohemian Rhapsody was thirty seconds long. Well, first, we, yeah, I was reading it as Bohemian Rhapsody when yeah, when we were originally. <laughs> Once we corrected that it was not just a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, it's Brohemian Rhapsody. Yes, thirty seconds long. It's the last song on the album. Uh, did you have any idea what it would be like? Going I thought in? it would be more like a. Just like goofy, like something just like not even really like a more tars, goofy, <laughs> like goofier, just like something just kind of like, I don't know, like fucking just shredding, womp, stupid womp, shredding or something. Womp. No, I thought it'd be like maybe the country song off like Mark Tom and Travis show. <laughs> yeah. Take off your pants, dad. dad. Like something like yeah. that. Um, but no, it ended up being a fucking like shred of like an old like fucking Cheshire M&Ms. cat. Yeah. style guitar riff going on yeah i thought it was gonna be like uh some like goofy uh almost like that weezer album um uh, everything will be right in the end like at the end with like the wasteland you know mm-hmm. just because when i think bohemian rhapsody i think like just fucking goofy prog shit you know yeah so um i was imagining it to have just like maybe some stupid lyrics of just like piano and just overblown <laughs> shredding or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which it was like kind of a sim- the, the vibe. I think I mentioned this to you off mic, but it reminded me of pain for pleasure. The some bit. 41 stuff. Yeah. I was like, like the first, the opening chords to me do sound like, like I thought it was going to be just like this fucking like brutal. Yeah. Like, and then just goes into like, you know, like fun. And uh, yeah, then there's the only lyric, something about you that I can't put my finger in. Yeah, it's just another like punchline that you know. So how, what do you what do you think about it? What do you, how do you feel? That's, that's a good way to. I almost wish I didn't hear it live, so I can just yeah. hear it on the end of that. I I kind of wish that they didn't show. I mean, I love them. I, this yeah. song is great. Built this pool is great. I'm super stoked, and it's exciting to hear it early. Um, but I wish they wouldn't have released the joke songs before the album because I think now they're <laughs> on the album and like joke songs by their nature, they're they don't have as much they replay catch you value. by surprise, you know. And they, yeah, and they don't have as much replay value as as other songs. So now, like, I feel like by the time I get this album, I'm probably just gonna skip through it. And it would have <laughs> been fun to just like 
get to the point where I'm finally listening to California and the last song in there is Bohemian Rhapsody and I have no idea what it's going to yeah, be yeah, yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. it's 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, what the, you know, nice little icing on the top. And it would have been hilarious. Like, you would have just been laughing by yourself if yeah. that was it. I probably still will, but now it's like I tasted a little bit of the icing, you yeah. know, ahead of time. And I mean, yeah, we're, I mean, we're just in this mentality of not wanting to be spoiled anymore by things. And yeah. It kind of ha- that that almost feels like a spoiler. Like uh, I I think Even, uh, <laughs> I think though it's particularly uh, a problem with the joke songs. Like if they if they um, and I think they will like play uh, Rabbit Hole before they release it. Maybe mm-hmm. they will. I don't know. Um, if they had done that, I wouldn't be upset by that. Like no. I, or I wouldn't mind it. Um, it's just that, and I I don't something, mind something, it. I'm going too. About I'm being too harsh. Something on this. about the joke songs is more of just like yeah, like you I said, just I just yeah, it's like it's, it's almost, super great they did it. And it's super like fun, seeing, but I just I wish it would have. been It's like held, seeing a trailer a for a comedy, and the and the best jokes are in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and it makes it so you're just like, and then. <laughs> You're in the theater and you know this joke's about to happen and yeah. everyone's laughing still and you're like, why are you all laughing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get it. Yeah. You all have seen this already, yeah. haven't you? We all know what happens. <laughs> it's like, but no, it's it's great. It's a good yeah. ass little funny thing. It's a funny little joke. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about Skiba's singing? Great. Um, I think, be- I, just, I mean, I've only watched the damn YouTube videos of his performances last year, but I definitely think he's um, feeling more comfortable and being a little bit more wacky, not wacky is the word, but just like loose with the the yeah. uh, the lyrics. He's, he and seems stuff. a lot more comfortable. I know he was sick too for those concerts mm. last time. Yeah. Um, so he's he's more comfortable with the songs. He's not sick. He seems like he's having fun out there. I I think the monitor thing. Once you pointed that out, I love it now. It's like <laughs> great. He's just surrounded by fucking monitors. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, because I noticed that too in like the shots of them practice uh, rehearsing and stuff. Yeah. And it's, I'm just like, yeah, he has all monitors and no. One- and where I am right now with his voice is that I think it's um, sig- leaps and bounds above um where Tom was um and probably as good as Tom used to be, but um, it doesn't have the, like, you know, still ideal blink yeah. is, you know, you're talking Big Day Out or, or 2003, 2004. Um, but this is, this is, this sounds more like Tom than Tom is. <laughs> well, I always, I always said is that I'm always going to miss that damn, like, just like, gotta regret right now like i'm gonna yeah. always miss that like, right it's 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 just kind of like it's ingrained in my head as far as like that yeah like ah! and i know like <laughs> like i know that it's like <laughs> voice of a day like it's just like you know just like those things like that's blink 182 and yeah. i'm always gonna miss that yeah. and uh, you can't he can't replicate that it's the chipmunk I mean, voice but and, but i think i think not only is he sounding good, but I really think he's he's sounding closer to that than Tom does now. I think so too. Like I agree, it's it's a better of the two. But like as far as like currently, um, it's just it's like sad to hear. Like it just kind of like uh, like it matters what songs. Like for instance, like um, I keep saying we, they played first date again. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm even that. now like he he kind of fucked up first date with the vocals, and I don't think that like whatever. I don't think that was a big deal, but just. In general, like I don't think it's that good of a song. Like, and I think Mark I mean, compared to the other stuff they have. Yeah, I mean, they have other songs. I think like, Tom was a big play? part of why that song might even work. I mean, it doesn't even, it was even kind of getting old to me in a, in a weird way with right. it later. Honestly, but, like, like Skiba's too attractive to sing that song. <laughs> like Skiba's, yeah, Skiba. I don't know. Maybe I'm showing my cards here, but it's I think Skiba's what, a pretty what, good-looking dude. I can't what, imagine him <laughs> saying these things. Like he, he kind of had. I mean, maybe he no, did, but. no. I think it's just one of like uh, for some reason that is the one that sticks out to me still, and it just it's only the last the last yeah. few years for some reason that's the one that's it's doing. Well, it, yeah, it's 
I, I'm, I'm really with you. I, there's nothing about it that really. And it's not like I'm like, don't play this song anymore. Like, I mean, as far as like any just other. Just retire. Ones. That's like for the a first. Minute. That's like the first one where I'm like, like who is like Stoked wanting to go to the show to date. see first date? Yeah. Like I'm just trying to think of like. Uh, yeah. What? What? Um. <laughs> I think people are like, I love first date. They're listening to this right now. I know, right? Just We're like, gonna get like so many letters. Like first date is my favorite song. Like, song <laughs> but I just, it, I agree. It's one. It's a great little little tune but why not like, do like even if you want to do a tom song yeah or anthem part two something else yeah that'd be do think, something other than i think that. anthem part two would be maybe that's why I'm great mad. song for skiba that's why i'm mad is like they could fill that spot with another song. online songs uh, yeah online songs if they want to do another mark song, song even or something you yeah know? do yeah. Uh, another tom song do mutt mutt would be great but it would skiba. be a good one yeah that'd be great i think he has played mutt before i think hasn't he like on some of those older shows uh, i remember thinking of seeing it. skiba yeah i think i've heard him do mutt Maybe. I know they did like Windy Clear and stuff. Mm. Yeah, Mutt would be perfect. Yeah. That was on the fucking uh, American Pie soundtrack. So it's like, yeah. just play that. Whatever. Yeah. That's a better song. Yeah. It's more fun. You have more bass going on. There's like a lot of things going yeah. on in that song. And I think that his voice would be better. I think his voice would be fine. Yeah, because there's like a, yeah, go, go away. Like you have to be like, it's really Tom. You, you have First to be really, really yeah. into that. You can't just play like, Skiba's voice could totally be fine. Like, she pauses shaving and she tells him, you know, like yeah, I yeah, could yeah. totally see that sounding like awesome. Cause, cause I think Skiba's voice sounds really, um, I played there, bored to death and it sounds great. Yeah. I think bored death sounds good. Um, there, there's times where he's doing something that he, he sounds different than Tom, but I think it sounds really good. Like when he did uh in the older shows when he did Dysentery Gary, I thought his voice sounded really good. Maybe that's what that's what um, it was. And this when he did Damn It in the chorus, I thought his voice sounded way different from Tom. And this is an instance where the fact he sounds more like Mark was a great thing mm-hmm. because it sounds like the f- closer to the album than it ever has live, I think, mm-hmm. when they did Damn It this time. I don't know. Is that you sound good? Um, one of the things I, uh, this is sacrilege and you don't agree with me with this. Oh no. Um, wait, have we talked about this before? Yeah, we have. Um, I brought it up a couple of times that like listening to them play bored to death. Uh, and this is something they've had for a long time. Oh, I know where you're going with this. (laughs) They have a, (laughs) uh, they have a backing track with like, uh, both harmonies and the keys going on, on it. And maybe even guitar. I think I, I was listening for it. There might be, but uh, I, I will say Tom, uh, ever since the reunion, has had a quiet but definitely audible guitar track the entire time of just what he's playing. And, uh, and I, that's like the height <laughs> of laziness. Like it's it's like he's doing like a fucking karaoke song, you know, at that point. Yeah, right. Um, well, it's like. Did you know that? But have you seen yeah, the videos seen where that. he likes he stops playing and then the guitar track keeps going and yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound any that's different? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But it, for me, it's it's not necessarily that. So this is where what I'm saying is like where I immediately take issue with you with this is we're already reining it dramatically back from where it was. Is that I guess that's what I'm saying. You know, if yeah, that makes well, sense. Well, you haven't really got to my thing, but Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm jumping ahead. What, what I'm saying is, is I would rather instead of playing back and track, and I know it's like barely anything. It's just keys and stuff in the back. And they do it like on Always and they've done it on other songs. What? Her mom just messaged me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I texted her today and she didn't even respond to me. She's messaging Mike over here. Your mom. Uh, she's in France right now. Yeah. 
She's <laughs> fucked up. She's discovering herself, right? <laughs> Oh, this is not where I wanted to take this. <laughs> Sorry. What time is it in France right now? <laughs> Get shut up. I'm leaving. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. Right. So you were saying about the backing track. They've been doing it always, and they definitely like on the songs like um you know, fucking violence and stuff. <laughs> violence, yeah. uh, so I miss you. That was a big one. That, yeah. That's always kind of stood out to me. I would, I don't, I would rather at this point in blinks, uh, era, this, <laughs> in this new blink era, I wouldn't mind one or two instrumentalists on stage with them for songs like that. That would like, I don't, you know, like say green day did for after, um, they have been doing it for 10 years now. That, that guy more. officially joined the band. Yeah. Jason white. And so it's like, and th- these people can be on the sides, you know, uh, m- uh Jimmy world uh, for the last few years has had a fifth member come out and, um, do really? piano and I didn't even know that. Yeah. I mean, they don't have an official member, but he, they've had a girl come in. They've had a dude come in and he sings and plays acoustic huh. or piano. And, um, it's just more of a live music thing for me. It's just like, I would rather see people playing those instruments. Um, yeah. It, it just, it kind of take for me, it takes away and I get it. Like blink Wing two is three people. It's like part of their thing. Yeah. And they can play with three people. Most of the set, you know? Yeah. But I think for those songs that are a little more com- like have extra layers to them. I, it's just like, yeah, it'd be cool to see someone rocking out on keys on always or something or yeah. like, even if it was like someone took Mark's bass and so he played keys or something uh-huh. like it, yeah. it's more of just like we're at this point like who cares if it's not three people up there everyone well so so here's the way I see it uh for me blink uh and apart from other bands the cool thing about it is the attachment to the individual members and sort of like their personalities I agree, yeah and there's always been something cool about the three people on stage and and I think that's so special that I, however they decide to do it, I, I don't want it to be more than three people on stage. And there's a couple ways I think they could take this where I'm with you where I don't want to hear a million overdubs, right? Mm-hmm. It, if it's three people on stage and they have a few overdubs occasionally, um, like to the extent that they did on that self-titled tour, mm-hmm. um, that didn't bother me that much. Like it, it, it was just it doesn't no, it doesn't bother and, me. Too and much. if it got more than that, that would bother me. And so the the way I would like to, but but at the same time, I want to, I really want to preserve that three people on stage thing. And I think the two ways they could solve that is just one, the obvious approach, just go to a more stripped down. Just don't have that. Yeah, that's why you don't have it if you're not going to have it. Yeah. Um, and if it's some, if you have a couple things that are like little flares here and there, like the the key line and you know whatever, like the like drum to, beat and violence or something. Yeah, <laughs> as long you know to the level that it has been in that self titled you know era, I that doesn't bother me. I think it's fine. If you want to have more than that, I think that you should do it live like i don't want to hear like a million backing tracks like that's just ridiculous um but i think maybe a cool way to do it if they want to have the occasional thing live would be to have uh like the blink bunny come out <laughs> like i don't i just don't want to see another person out there like i want to see like a I, mascot at this or something. point i i just want and to i think that'd it. actually be fun as hell to have like just someone in a blink bunny outfit you know just playing a couple keys you know or something for yeah a couple, have, like agree. a fucking cheerleader out there you know yeah, yeah like yeah. a blink cheerleader <laughs> um or just go for the stripped down approach but yeah i, I think 
think we're both in agreement I would that rather we don't want to hear like a million guitar overdubs or whatever, you yeah. know. I just would rather have it stripped down and not have it at all than hear mm-hmm. anything. Like, like I don't know. I, I'm, come, I, out, come out, find a new way to play it. I know? am all right with the occasional, just like, uh, like the way they play Bored to Death. I it was hard to hear, you know, but it is, I liked. But... I liked um, if it was just the keyboards, pretty much that were going on. I'm fine with that. Like I don't. I don't. Mind I just that. hate the idea of someone back there hitting a button for that part to come in or whatever they do. Like that just for some reason to me, like it takes out the um, spontaneity. spontaneity of it, yeah. and it makes it like. Either they're putting that button when the song starts and they have to play it perfect, or they're putting it, you know, the cueing it. Yeah. Um. And it, to me, it's just like I, I don't want to. And it's a purist thing, I think, but I just would rather someone play like that one guy. Well, there's there's the trade off between like the the purity of the music or whatever you want to call it, like the energy of the live music and the energy of just having these three people. Um. So I think uh I think for me. Maybe it's different for you, but for me, at the end of the day, like it's really imperative to just have these three people on stage, and to the point where I'm, I might be okay with some extra musicians, but just like dehumanize them, yeah, <laughs> make them <laughs> make them cheerleaders, and like, yeah, they don't have to be band members. That's the thing that's that people do now. Like, uh, getting back to brand new, they have a fucking two drum sets set up, and some guy I don't know who the hell he is. He comes out and he plays drums on the drums, like, <laughs> and there's two drum sets going right. on, and sometimes another guitarist. I'm like, I don't I, know who I, that I is. think there's, it's there's just like a, get yeah. other text to do it or something. There's something know. fun about the idea of, and and maybe this is kind of destroyed once you add the bad, the backing tracks, but there's something really fun and attractive to me about the idea of three people each playing different instruments creating this massive sound. That is like whatever you hear, like uh, like Rush always impressed me from that level. Just mm-hmm. as three people, you know, and that's something cool about Blink. But um, yeah, that magic does just kind of go away once you have the backing tracks too. So I, I get where you're coming from, but yeah, hopefully, um, I think so. Bored to Death is the as we were talking about earlier uh, off mic is the longest song on this album. I th- I'm I thinking like I'm not necessarily hoping I'm just kind of sort of expecting it to be the slowest song on the album, and probably the one that's the most complicated with overdubs. And I'm I'm Maybe. thinking I, mean, the, I think there'll the, be more than that, but yeah, well I I think there'll be a few like that are like that, but I think in general this is going to be a more straightforward album than that song because that the song uh, has like so much going on in it. Like um we kind of talked about earlier, like if you take the vocals out of that second verse, I still feel like it's like a fucking Mogwai song. Like mm-hmm. there's like five guitar lines and synths and it's nuts. And yeah. I don't think that's what all the songs are going to be like. No, I don't think so either, but it's just like cool to think about. Like what would it be like someone playing the keys on the choruses and stuff on like yeah. all the small things and stuff. Yeah. Like, that'd be fun. Just like stuff like that. Like would be just, it would fill in the space even more. Yeah. And it would, what, what do you think about the idea of it being a blink bunny? That's cool. Like making a mascot, do whatever. Like I don't, you can yeah, dehumanize it if you want, <laughs> even if, but it wouldn't it be cool if it was just like someone people knew. Feldy. too. Yeah. Just like, I'd actually be all right with Feldy. If he if it was Feldy. Just somebody down. like uh, I don't know. Like it, Tom, I know this is a Tom comes back to just play the keys. <laughs> yeah, he does his weird synth stuff. <laughs> right, yeah, that's his new thing. He's playing keys. Yeah, he no just singing. only does synth. Um, <laughs> no, the I don't know. It's people are probably gonna. I hopefully uh, send me hate mail if you want. No, I, I don't. But at this Aaron <laughs> Blink, where we're at now, and like music, why not? Why not add that extra layer of? Um, or why not go strip down too? 
Yeah, that's. I feel like they. I. I, I mean, I, I feel like bored to death would sound great with just you know the bored to death. You know, like it, yeah. it. It would bring out a different dynamic in the songs. It's kind of cool. I think so too. I agree. I either don't have it. Either have someone playing it live or don't have it at all. Is my mm. thing. Is uh because I yeah I'd like yeah and I, I guess we're pretty much on the same page. And the only thing I'm I'm saying is like I'm okay with it to a certain level, mm. and you're sort of like none at all. But I, I'm like, you know, the occasional synth line, whatever. Well, I get it. Like, you know, piano or something, and I miss you. But it's like, wouldn't it be cool to have someone out there playing the piano? Or yeah. at least seeing someone on the side of stage that's playing that piano part? Like, I've seen that in bands before. And, yeah. and what do you, I mean, I don't know. What's wrong with having Blink-182 in their band? Like, it's like, you're uh, seeing Bob Dylan uh, in the band. I don't know. I like, want to see Blink-182 in their band. <laughs> Like I don't know. Like I, I maybe at this point where just like live music, I'm just like I want it to be live. Yeah. And uh, and when you're adding stuff like that, it becomes um, you know a pop thing or something. Yeah. You know? And I know it's a pop band, but it's just it's uh it's not rock and roll. It's not. It's not very rock and roll. Backing tracks are not very rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we covered the new. Song, that should be the I name think. of the episode. Backing tracks aren't rock and roll. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so we covered the new song, the new uh, show, um, my playlist. Another playlist. Um, there was, I mean, this is kind of blink news, and maybe, hopefully, this isn't old news by the time that this episode comes out. But recently, Blink One Eight Two posted a live YouTube. Uh, yeah, well, video. so they they basically were like starting a live stream and then nothing live streamed. Yeah, is that what happened? So they're like getting something ready. It seems like or something or someone yeah. dropped the gun again and didn't make it fucking private. Uh, God, what if it was the same? What was the guy's name? Uh, ben. Ben. What ben. if it was Ben? Ben. Ben. Bad. Bad. His name is Ben. Uh, yeah, so what if it were? God, I hope it's not Ben. I hope for Ben's sake it's not Ben who like fucked well, up this something, live stream. It's nothing that they lost. It's just an empty video. Yeah. But maybe that something cool is going to happen soon. Yeah, I'm thinking it's got to be prepping for a live stream at some maybe point. Maybe we'll get like a live stream of a rehearsal or something. That'd be That'd cool. That'd be cool, yeah. Um, but yeah. What else do you think it could be? Do you think we're going to abort the death music video? Um, You know, I've been thinking about that. I don't think so. Don't think so. No, I think it would have happened by now. Hmm. I feel I don't know. Music videos it's such a weird thing now. Yeah, it's a lot of money, a lot of time, and I feel like their time is better spent just fucking touring right now and doing this press. I want to see a new Blink video. I do too. It would be cool. Um, I just I feel like we live in kind of like a different world. You know, who makes music well, videos? Yeah, they can and if do we it do, do on the cheap video. Yeah, like, it doesn't have to have like a big old production. I feel like we're more likely to get a built this pool video than <laughs> than um bored to death. I hope, and I'd be really stoked for a built this pool video. Uh, I saw someone did like it was like it was like a fan video for bored to death, but it looked like someone just had like a short film and like footage and just like put bored to death to it or something mm. like that. But uh, what uh, what would you like as a video for bored to death? Would you want them to go funny or serious, like a fucking Adam song type thing? Uh, I don't think the band should be in the video necessarily. I mm. picture something animated. Um, like Poet Anderson, <laughs> yeah, like poet, yeah, like poet. Um, no, like, I think something with the theory of the almost like inspired by the the album art, in a way. Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a like a gorilla something style trippy. music yeah. video. Yeah, so. oh, that'd be so dope. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, oh, that'd be <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, and then the next out song is gonna could be like a pop punk, uh, like old school skate video type of thing. You know? Yeah, rabbit hole. Yeah. 
Excuse you. Oh, man. <laughs> we ate ramen before this. Ramen and french fries and beer. It's a great combination. <laughs> um, what time do we got? I'm carbs and carbs and carbs. Uh, we're about 50 minutes. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, uh, it, I think it's time to uh, go to space and do some Tom Check news. Uh, what's up with Tom? What's up with Tom? <laughs> X-Files. Um, what's up with Tom? That's the theme song. So Tom posted an Instagram of himself. <laughs> <laughs> so this week it in was, Tom News. It was an animated image. Uh, it was from the X-Men 1990 animated show, or 1993. Whatever the character know. of Wolverine. Wolverine was looking at a uh, framed image, and on the bottom half of the framed photograph, um, you saw a close-up of what he was looking at, and it was uh, younger Tom from his Blink days. Yes. It's like it's Wolverine laying in a bed, looking at a framed photo, and he's touching it, and it's Tom. So I think this is the best piece of art Tom has made (laughs) since the self-titled album. Yeah. Well, maybe not since self-titled, but since Dreamwalker, at least. <laughs> I mean, this is like, uh, this is, rem- th- when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I like Tom. I think, I think so he found that and put it up or something like that. I thought that he made that. Do you, oh, I don't think he made it. You think he spent the time to Photoshop himself uh, in that photo? No, I just like the idea that he was like, huh, yeah, like, <laughs> and like, posted it. Yeah, like that's like the, the, the. It was funny, and like he posted that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is like the Tom I like, I know and love." It wasn't like fucking aliens or some weird like I'm an artist. It was just the '90s X Men Wolverine staring at a picture of himself. <laughs> Let's look at read some of the comments on here. No, and I actually no, so I definitely didn't think he made it. I, I and I thought it's I, I think it's like even funnier that he just like re <laughs> like he saw that and was like. Huh. <laughs> Like he was probably so stoked to just see someone made that, you know. Uh, it was so it's the so I don't. What do you think it means? What do you think he's? I don't think it means anything. I saw some people on the Reddit and um, not just the Reddit, but like some other places saying like, because uh, um, the picture that that Wolverine is looking at is young Tom when he's in Blink, and like, oh shit, is that is this um him trying to say he misses Blink? And I, I don't think so. I think it was just probably a goofy picture he saw that it was like, oh my god, Wolverine's staring at me. <laughs> i don't know i think it i do you think there's a deeper meaning just because of that old picture for some reason is like funny to me but don't, well if you think someone else made it don't you think someone else would have just used like a picture like that because i was like when he what was if this famous is the last instagram tom posts <laughs> what is the last one what if this is the last one <laughs> what if it's the last one? Oh god um so people are just like is this is he missed like the old him or something yeah, we all miss the old. Well, time, what was fact. his Instagram before this? Um, it's a uh, it's him reminiscing because his last thing is box car racer on the Tonight Show, mm. like from the dressing room. Door. Wow, maybe he is then. A bit of history. And I then, forgot that. Yeah, because I remember seeing that his last. So Tom's last post was just yeah, box car racer on the Jay Leno show. So Tom, you know, may or may not be sad again. Um, thinking about wanting to be back in Blink, I guess. Um, or at least like back into that time of his life because Boxer Racer is not blank, but yeah, I don't know. 
Um, pretty, pretty uh, I mean, I, we're overthinking it, but it is yeah. a funny little picture if you haven't seen it. It is a little funny. Um, Especially that he's Any update? It. Any? Well, th- there is, there's been a very tangential update on Tom News. Uh, might be a good way to close out. Okay. Uh, so I was listening to NPR and the Clinton, I mean, this, there was a news story released about this a few weeks ago, but it's now been like an official confirmed thing that the, the Clinton campaign, uh, one of the main directors of it said that they really want to just release all the info about aliens. Like that's like a goal of, of Clinton. Um, Hillary Clinton is like, she's like, listen, like, it's just like not a big deal. Like, I feel like we could just declassify all this Roswell and Area 51 shit. And she said that as like, I don't know why, like, I don't know why they said that. Like, were they trying to like court like the conspiracy theory vote? I mean, they didn't say it in a way like we're going to reveal there's aliens. It was more just like, yeah, we could just declassify. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, But that person who was on the Clinton campaign was someone Tom said he was talking to. Really? Did you hear about this? Uh-uh, I didn't hear about this. So, okay, well, so I just told you. What do you think about that? What do, what do you think's going... I So my theory is um, just that what that person wants to reveal... <laughs> I'm just having weird thoughts of just Tom just like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I think what that person wants to reveal is they want to reveal it to the public because it's just nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's just declassify that because it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And something Tom has said a lot is like, I don't understand why the government just declassify stuff because the world can handle it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like what they probably told him was like, oh, yeah, it's it's nothing. Like, we'll declassify <laughs> it. And then, like, I don't know. what, what do, do you think that he – that's what I think. I, I think that he's not lying. I think he did – Tom did talk to this guy, and he did say he would declassify this stuff. But I think Tom took it as like, I'll tell the world the truth. <laughs> and I think what he really meant is just like, yeah, like I'll tell the world that it's fucking weather balloons or whatever, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I don't know. What, what, do you have any thoughts on this? I know I'm like throwing at this at you like out of the blue. <laughs> um, I think it's pff, hopefully, hopefully they do that. I want, and it'd be cool to hear if there was aliens or something, but probably not. But Oh, so is this like, did Clinton's fucking gambit work on you? Is this how like, she's oh, going to try to will. win? Is she, she just will like, talk about hey, I'm going to tell you if there's aliens or <laughs> No, not. I don't think this was like her, like, uh, her, <laughs> her Hail Mary. I think, <laughs> I think it was just something the campaign, it, she didn't even say it. It was something that, that um, the guy that Tom cited, he had talked to, who happens to be Clinton's, like, senior one of clinton's senior campaign advisors um just said in an interview like um it was like a you know it was a lighthearted yeah interview and it was like yeah we feel like we should release this stuff because why not you know like i feel like there's no point in keeping the roswell stuff a secret yeah anymore and i was like yeah why yeah why not i mean i don't think it's very important either way but yeah. I guess I I get it, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, I just thought it was funny that it was like wow, the specific person connecting. Tom said he talked to, and now we're sort of seeing the other side of that. And it's not like he's coming out like he wasn't saying he to like the like reporter those... like I have secrets to tell. Like Clinton is going to uncover the secrets. You know, you think like, he has one of those bulletin boards like on his wall with Tom? like strings attaching to things like a beautiful mind <laughs> just like like thumbtacks with like you know rope like red oh, strings God, I going to each things and it's just like pictures of that those guys and just like pictures of roswell and uh i i I, I think maybe but i hope not i have a feeling yeah well 
this would be a good transition to get into what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah, let's do it. So another thing Tom has been alluding to on his Instagram is the 10th anniversary of We Don't Need to Whisper. It does make us feel pretty old, doesn't it? It does. I feel like it was just yesterday. Yeah. Um, Man. We don't need to whisper 10 years. And yeah, so we want, we've been talking about this for the last few is we've been wanting to do um, retrospects of the Blink albums. Uh, this isn't a Blink-182 album, but I feel like it matches with the... Well, there's only so many Blink albums. We can't have <laughs> like fucking eight episodes of a podcast. So we're going to start with no Blink, not a Blink album. We're going to start with We Don't Need to Whisper. Yeah. Um. So the next episode is going to be us talking about that album. And I think aside from the fact, there's a lot of reasons why I think this is a good time to talk about it. It's the 10th anniversary. Apparently Tom's going to be releasing something. He might be releasing demos. I'd actually be kind of stoked to hear yeah, the demos from this. Um, more so than probably any of the other AVA stuff. And, um, but more than that, I think it's kind of an interesting time to revisit it because Tom is in the same place he was that he was in. And we don't need to whisper. I mean, this is, he made that album off the heels of leaving blink and it was sort of like, shit, what do I do with my life now? And he's, he's, he's in that position again. So I think it's kind of an interesting time to revisit, you know, where was Tom at, um, 10 years ago when this happened and, you know, it will be kind of cool to talk about, I think what he's doing now compared compared to that and sort of, yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, we want to watch the, um, the documentary start the machine. Yeah. So I have the, uh, I bought the, uh, start the machine documentary, um, years ago when it came out and, um, we're going to watch that, um, that, movie had a lot of ambitions to be a lot of things, but when it, it ended up being basically just a making of for, we don't need to whisper. So we thought it'd be kind of a fun, um, and informative thing to watch before we talk about it. And so we're going to be listening to that album a bunch. Yeah. Watching. So listen to that and, you know, get ready for uh, us talking about it. Yeah. Right? And if you, if you guys uh, have a way to watch, um, we don't need to whisper. I'd actually, no, the start the machine, start the machine. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'd recommend checking it out. It's been a while since I saw it. So maybe I'll retract this after we see it and maybe it's garbage. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, I remember it being, um, as much as I don't really care for, we don't need to whisper that much. Um, there's moments of it I like, but, um, uh, I think that it's just a cool album or a cool movie insofar as it shows you like what making an album is like. And, and he obviously, Tom obviously really cares about it and that shows through and it's kind of inspiring. And I don't know, I remember I've seen it a handful of times and every time I end up like wanting to just make music as soon as I turn it off. So, um, that's a good enough reason to watch it. It's I like think, a little you know, jump starter. Like it a, is. It is. It's just like fucking kicks your ass in the gear. Like <laughs> it, 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 I gotta it, do something about that myself. movie touches on, the the something that I love about Blink, which is it just sort of like, God, if these assholes can do it, I can do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Fucking assholes. Yeah. So uh Yeah, look forward to that next week. Yeah, look forward to that. I think it'll be a good one. Um we got anything else to I think that's about it. I think that's a good way to go out. Wow. All right. Well, uh we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, give us a little like or vote or whatever you do on Yeah, like and vote. iTunes and I don't know. Whatever you have to do to, to you know, subscribe. Subscribe, yeah. Thumbs up if you're thumbs. on something, whatever it is. If it's a thumbs up or an upvote or something. A whole heart on spot on uh, heart, yeah. Ooh, on a reaction. Whatever you need like to do. Like the surprised face. This. You're surprised how good it was, you know? Yeah. Check um, it out. And if you want to email us, 182podcast at gmail.com. And we know like some of you have um, messaged us about being on the show, and we definitely are still interested in that. We were just talking about ways we can get you involved, so please don't think we forgot about you. Um, it's just t- kind of taking us a minute 
because we're a little ramshackle here right now with our podcast equipment. So <laughs> yeah, we're basically figuring out what's the best. I just way bought to... like a couple extra cables, so hopefully it improves the audio quality a bit. So um, anyway, I just don't want you to think we forgot about you. We definitely do want to get y'all involved, and we we will um, very soon. Yeah, it'd be cool. Very excited for that. Well, um, I think it's about time. Go ahead and zip them pants back up.